Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. We warn that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really... Er, hmm. And I'm Bayana. We were really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books. But today we are discussing Act 3, scenes 16 through 21 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. We have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast and we want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us using the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog, love wizard team, have a few extra galleons lying around, donate to Black Girls Create. You can check out our Patronus perks or um, send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. We also have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and step your nerd fashion and stationery game up. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Um, this is timey-wimey, so no news, but we do have magical birthdays. Um, so shout out to Danielle, whose birthday is today, Portia, whose birthday is Friday, and Nisi, whose birthday is on Sunday. Whoop, whoop, we out here. Gang, gang. What is um, this? Virgo gang? No. No. Scorpius gang? Sag- Sagittarius. We're, mm. we're in December. I don't know. I know, but I, I also just... said Sagittarius just... <laughs> Two episodes ago. A couple hours ago. I don't know, man. <laughs> I was just throwing out the signs that like, I know. I don't know. And hoping one of them fit. One of them I stuck. knew it wasn't cancer. No, definitely not cancer. I knew it wasn't Leo. That's about it. That's all I knew. That's, That's all I knew for sure. Cool. <laughs> um, Alright. Well, happy birthday, y'all. And previously... On I hope your birthday is better than this play, which is like a low bar. Yeah. The floor. <laughs> uh, so previously on Wizard Team, um, Scorpius and Harry, or an alternate Harry, Ron, or sorry, alternate Ron, Hermione, and Snape um, end up back in their present where then the Dementors attack and, and Umbridge always knew that Snape was a spy and then they fight sort of and the Dementors suck all the souls out of the three except for Scorpius and Scorpius turns the time turner back fixes things comes back everybody's right again Albus is back Harry's back we're back in the actual plot and not in the little side filler arc um and then um Harry or McGonagall takes charge she's like all y'all are foolish and you're doing all this extra shit and we don't have the time um, Scorpius pretends to lose the time turner. So now everybody's searching for the time turner. Um, Harry and Albus finally have a heart to heart that feels like they kind of, maybe are not all the way on the same page, but are at least both like open and willing to work on their relationship. Scorpius decides that the time turner needs to be destroyed and is like, only me and you, Albus can do it in the, you know, in Harry Potter and them's fashion. They, only they can save the world. Um, and then... In doing so, they leave their rooms. And so Harry has this dream that has Voldemort in it. And he's like, oh, no, I don't think we're still in danger. Um, So then they go back to Hogwarts where Scorpius and Albus are 
missing again, and Ginny will never forgive Harry for, I don't know, passing shitty jeans to a shitty kid. I'm not really clear on what. <laughs> on what I mean, but cons- actually, considering what Ron is like in this play and right. Ginny's haircut, the shitty My, jeans came from her side. It had to be, because I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, that wine. Maybe it was that petunia. Oh yeah. Also not previously, but currently um, I had to pour myself a glass of wine between last episode and this one. So just so y'all know what I got going on. Um, yeah. So uh, first <laughs> a word from our sponsors. And we're back. Um, All right. Let's not. All right, scenes. I mean, we're we're close, y'all. There is more of this book read than isn't read. Which, awesome. But I also just told Bayana that we're going to need another, a second hiatus. Because <laughs> what? I love Harry Potter. Are you sure? Me? Oomst. Oomst. I came back, honestly, we came back from hiatus at a time where I was pretty much ready to just like take Throw a break. the fandom away. I'd take an actual break. <laughs> And so, I mean, it's okay. I'm actually, it's funny because as like we keep going, recording has never actually been the problem. Recording makes it a little bit better. It's just the having to read it in between where I'm like, I just want to burn something. I mean. Um, Maggie says that she must be, that Jenny's overly mad because of the lack of sugar, which I forgot about that. They all just, I think that's the true they still off sugar. That's the true hero. They all need some sugar. Right. Coming um, off of like Thanksgiving too, like Sugar is important. Do you know what a good pie can do? Yeah. They don't. You know what like just some good Oh, Amani's here. Perfect timing. But it's, I mean perfect it's timing, but also he he missed It's fine. No, He'll get if back. If he was to only it. gonna show up to one of the three, this was this the is one. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. It is. It's true. Okay, so. Scene 16. We're in the Owlery. Scorpius and Albus um, emerge on the roof. There's uh, soft hooting all around them. So they're kind of like going back and forth about which spell to use um, to destroy the time turner. So Scorpius says Confringo. Albus says Expulso. Um, Bombarda Maxima. And then Bombarda. And then Scorpius is like, well, what about Stupefy? Because that's what they were originally destroyed using, which I just need to know how... There there are too many things in this play that Albus and Scorpius know from the books that they shouldn't know. Like, it's too specific that, like, they shouldn't know it. And it's annoying because I know that it's only there for, like, exposition and for, like, the audience but it's irritating because it's too much for them. Like, you know, like the Lily Petronas thing. It's like, how would you know that? And why? Um, and Albus None says, stuff should and, be in a history book. Yeah. And Albus says, exactly. It's been done before. Let's do something new, something fun because he's a fucking Gryffindor. Because he's not learned a single lesson. And he's also a Gryffindor. Like, I right. just, yeah. Anyway. And then Scorpius is like, fun. Look, Many wizards overlook the importance of choosing the right spell, but this really matters. I think it's a much underestimated part of modern witchcraft. A much underestimated part of modern witchcraft, says Delphi, who pops up out of nowhere. Why? You two are the greatest. Do you know that? And so Scorpius is surprised and is like, why are you here? 
And Albus is like, it felt important to send an owl, let her know what we're doing. Which also, when did they have time? Why? Didn't Scorpius like tell Albus, pull him out the bed. They went to the owlery. Did he just like quickly get an owl <laughs> behind Scorpius? Like when were they have been together this whole time? But why? Whatever. I like Scorpius. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at Albus and being like, bitch, what? Why are you here? Why um, are you here? Alba says it concerns her too, and Scorpius is does like, it? does it though? Um, well, actually, he's like, I guess you're right. And then Delphi's like, what is this about? And so Albus tells them that, or tells her that uh, they have to destroy the time turner. They can't save her cousin. Um, and Delphi's like, your owl said so little. Um, and Albus kind of like is like, imagine the, the worst possible world, then double it. Dementors, a despotic Voldemort, my dad dead, me never born, the world surrounded by dark magic. We can't allow that to happen. Um, Delphi hesitates and then her face breaks. Voldemort ruled. He was alive. Um, and Scorpius was like, it was terrible because of what we did. And then Scorpius says, which is, <laughs> Amani's here, we? but at least there's a... Right, so wait, sorry. Um, so, um, first of all, we, because she wasn't there, but... Amani's here, and he missed this part, so uh, I'm going to read this. <laughs> uh, Scorpius says, Humiliating Cedric turned him into a very angry young man, and then he became a Death Eater. And it all went wrong, really wrong. And it's still funny to me, honestly. Like, I, I think this is one of those things that made me mad when I saw it, and then made me mad reading it, I think. The first time. Well, now it's funny. And some wine. Now it's hilarious. With some wine and some distance. <laughs> because like, just just like a Caucasian, like I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like it's too much. Just just one humiliation away. I ooh, okay. Anyway, listen. You get blued up in front of the entire Wizarding World <laughs> and taken out of the tournament, and don't see if you don't become a Nazi and start killing. Mud, muggle porns for things muggle they boards. had nothing to do what did they have to do with the triwizard tournament who weren't even who didn't even know it got here <laughs> you know <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me it's a one two step mm-hmm. if a then b mm-hmm. amani said walk <laughs> wait what how did we get here Cedric was an incel this whole time. Who knew? He got Aunt Marge to turn into Dolohov. Exactly. You hate to see it. <laughs> He's still reacting, but exactly. I, I did not expect you to read out the key smash. Wow. <laughs> got Aunt Marge. And I also love that Aunt Marge is now a verb. Is a Thank verb. you, Chris Child. <laughs> um, and then Delphi's like, a death eater. And Scorpio says, and a murderer. He killed Professor Longbottom. He killed Neville. He, killed he Neville. got blued up, and then he killed Neville. Mm-hmm. Who was not a Muggleborn, and that nothing also had nothing it's to do a with a pure blood. Pure blood had none. I mean, I guess if he's a Death Eater at that point, like that he point, got radicalized, like, and he still had one more year at Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and then he left and was like, "Voldemort's back. I'm out here. We about to." Well, you know what? What you know what happened? What had happened was is that Harry Potter won the Triwizard Tournament. And then he came back and he was like, Voldemort's alive, Voldemort's back. He was in the graveyard. He almost killed me. He could have killed me. And Cedric Digger was like, he could have killed you. He would have killed your ass. You know? Mm-hmm. My life would be better. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, because he still wouldn't have won the tournament. But you know what I mean? But somehow. Anyway, Delphi's like, then of course we need to destroy it. Um, 
And Alba says, you understand? And Delphi says, I'll go further than that. I'll say Cedric would have understood. This, he is dead. He don't care. Who cares about Cedric? Shut up. Right? He's like, let me I'm rest sorry. in peace. And I will say, like, honestly, like, I've, like, I used to have, like, a, you know, sorry, Cedric. Like, I feel bad for the things that happened to him. But after a cursed child, I really, like, give you just negative fucks about Cedric Diggory. Like, I really just do not care about him. Which ever. is also, like, not his fault. No, not at all. But I just, it just is, like, the, the product of, like, right. the thing is I'm just, like, I don't care. Right. Maggie also says that Neville, by the logic of cursed child, Neville should have been a Death Eater because of how much Snape embarrassed him in class. Well, maybe it's the other way around because Snape was a Death Eater. Oh, right. So you have to be embarrassed. But he doesn't even know who embarrassed him. He, he just knows that he somebody in the crowd was out to get him. Somebody. It could have been a Death Eater. He don't know. Could have been that he is bad at magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, but it could be. <laughs> right. He might, you know, he does have someone to blame, but it could just be that there was no one to blame for right. himself. Right. He got, he didn't have the right spell tape. Like if I was him, I would spell tape my entire wand. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Ollivander, yeah. listen. I yeah. did, like, transfiguration, and I t- and my wand left my hand. I did a bubble charm, and then I ended up floating off, the, off into space. Like, right. something's, something's wrong. Anyway. Um, so, Albus is like, thank you, and then uh, Delphi smiles at them sadly, and then takes the time turner. She looks at it and her expression changes slightly. Like, this is dumb. Why would you even let her? Anyway. Um, Albus says, oh, nice mark. And she's like, huh? Apparently her cloak has loosened. An augury tattoo is visible on the back of her neck. Which An augury, capital A. But, but also, like, okay, so I'm trying to remember. This is, I'm saying, like, we had already talked about, like, this is about the part where I kind of, like, I sort of remember this, but not enough. Like, how, I don't remember what the augury tattoo looked like at all. And I just assume it looked similar. We don't actually see the tattoo. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember that. And then also, so then I had to ask, like, what the fuck is an augury? Because that never is said. So then I Googled but we see it. But we see the logo and, like... So it's a bird, but that was all I, like... Timeline. Yeah. So I Googled it, and apparently it's an Irish phoenix um, that looks like a vulture... Um, yeah, so it's an Irish phoenix that looks like a vulture. They're said to be... So I was Googling, and I really could only find it in the context of Harry Potter. So I'm still not sure if they're, like... Real? Not, like, I you think know, like... They're, I think they're a magical creature. I feel like they're in Fantastic Beasts before, like, Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't know if they're, like, a Harry Potter magical creature, or, like, if they were taken from... Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I like couldn't... A myth- a when I Googled Augury, the first page was all Harry Potter related things. So I couldn't tell if it was like an actual magic, like, you know, like how a Phoenix is a magical creature that's in Harry Potter, but is also in lots of other mythology and in other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, Augury is, they're shy creatures. Um, they stay in tear shaped nests, which I was like, maybe that's what the nest is from the cursed child, except for or like from the begin- cover, except that the nest isn't tear shaped. So that nest don't have nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> Who knows? That nest is like a, a hint about a bird thing. I don't know. If you spell augury with U's, because I couldn't spell it correctly, Google says it's a um, 
the interpreting of omens from the observed flight of birds. Mm, okay. And apparently they so only it's kind fly of like in tea heavy leaves. Is hmm? it like an omen, like a like a grim? Yeah. Okay. And I hate the grim. Like I've never liked the grim. That's my mm-hmm. least favorite part of Prisoner of Azkaban. When the individual known as the auger interprets these signs, it is oh, the referred auger. to as taking the auspices. In um, an ember in the ashes, like that series, they have these characters who are augers and they like see the future and stuff. And most of the time, when they see stuff, it's not good. Yeah. So depending upon the birds, the auspices from the gods could be favorable or unfavorable. So I think this is also because later, I mean, they're like prophets, and that comes up later on. She just misspells it. Got it. Oh, because it's misspelled. Hmm, okay. Well, I like that we learned something. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does she spell it? It's A-G-E-Y. A-G- A-U-G-U-R-E-Y. E-Y. So she just adds that E. Oh. Okay. So if you take the E out, because I, I misspelled it as A-U-G-U-R-Y. Yeah. And that's what I got. Um, oh. A-U-G-U-R- E-Y. This is great. And you get Harry Potter immediately. The more you know. Um, okay, so then... Um, so Albus says, on your back, I hadn't noticed it before. The wings, is that what the muggles call a tattoo? Which I'm like, wizards don't have tattoos? Right? That seems Which is weird false and because boring and false. Sirius Black canonically has his number tattooed canon. on him. That's movie canon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's also fan art canon, because Sirius is, is tatted up. He is tatted up. In my he's brain. He's a bad boy. Because <laughs> he's a bad boy with, like, long right. dark hair. Of course he has... And a motorcycle. Of course he has tattoos. Um, but him. you could also say that, like, he went to a muggle shop and got tattoos, because he's a rebel. Um, anyway, with, I still think With a cause. I just think it's weird that wizards wouldn't have tattoos, especially like because you can yeah. make them move and shit, and you can make them like do cool things. I just feel like I would definitely like, have tattoos in the wizard. That's what I'm saying. Like, as a wizard, I mean, I have them now, but like I would have them <laughs> as a wizard. I'd be walking around like Maui and Moana, and they're like, yeah. Damn. Anyway, um, so Adolfi says, "Oh yes, well, it's an augury." Wait, 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 wait. Amani says that so we're gonna find out in four ta- in four tastic before. Oh, no. I can't do it. Fantastic beast that she's a secret Dumbledore and the cursed child is all canon now, right? And I'm so excited. Mm. Also, Amani says, what do they call the dark mark if it's not a tattoo? Yeah, I didn't even think Which about the true. dark mark. But this entire play has not also has also not talked about, the dark, about mark, the dark except for that one time. Um, uh, the anti-death eater sentiment. Yeah. Time. So how the okay. um I just What did he say? You were being prejudiced against, against death, death eaters. Eater, against former death eaters or some shit. Ooh. So she says it's an augury. And again, at this time, I was still not clear. Well, at this point, I was like, okay, some shit's up. But like before, at this they point, didn't I ever my say. Fucking eyes. Well, there's that. But then also, they didn't ever say what an augury was. And for all the telling that they do, <laughs> this is like one of those things they just never really like explained um, before this part happened. So scorpius his he has he's a thing like hold he's up like, hold up and augury because he was in the other world um and she's like haven't you met them in care of magical creatures they're sinister looking blackbirds that cry when rain's coming 
Um, Wizards used to believe the augury's cry foretold death. When I was growing up, my guardian kept one in a cage. So is she the cursed child? Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm not clear. Just you wait. Just you wait. Um, Lucia says that um, she read a Rose and Scorpius fanfic once where they both got wizarding tattoos and and they moved. Yes. See, that's that's the kind of wizard. That's the content uh, I'm trying to see. Right. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. Mm Mm-hmm. So Scorpius is like, your guardian. Delphi looks at Scorpius. Now that she has a time turner, she's enjoying this game. And she says, she used to say it was crying because it could see I was going to come to a sticky end. She didn't like me much. Euphemia Rao. She only took me in for the gold. So I'm going to pause. I'm going to not address that yet. So then Albus is like, why would you want a tattoo of her bird then? It reminds mm. me that the future is mine to make. And then Alba says, cool, I might get an augury tattoo because he's a goddamn <laughs> idiot. <gasps> and like, not that he would know about the augury because I could see why or that yeah. Scorpius could have left that out um, in his retelling because like he didn't know what it was. They just kept talking about it. He just knew it was a part of Voldemort's whatever um, regime. Rain. Yeah. Um, he probably thought it was a hit wizard too, or hit wizards too, like I did. Right. It definitely had the the aura of like a title of you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. not, not so much just a, person a singular person. Like a, yeah, like a department or a department a, like, or an in, like a elite yeah. squad of special forces. Like right. you know what I mean? They have a very particular set of skills. That's just what I was thinking, and I wish it was that. Um. And then Scorpio says, the Rouse were pretty extreme Death Eaters. So, so a thousand thoughts are whirring inside Scorpius's head, and they're just taking entirely too long to get with the program, but that's been the case this entire, th- this entire time. Um, so my question, though, is but because... But either way, she's sitting there holding the time-turner, like, menacingly. Yeah. Like, at this point in the play, I do remember being like, oh, she's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I was over it anyway, but... I didn't care. Like, I was just kind of like... By that point, I didn't care, but I was why? like, yeah, okay. And um, then we still have 20 more minutes of this monologue. Um. So the other thing, too, is, is like, why would Euphemia Rao... She took you in for the gold, except Rao are Death Eaters, which means they are, like, Voldemort supporters. So then why would she treat you bad, given the thing that you are that we haven't yet said? Anyway... Um, come on, let's get destroying, says Albus, because he doesn't fucking know what the he's fuck's going lost. on. He's still lost. He's on, he's, this is like past give me my wand, Tom. Mm. Because he's not even listening to Scorpius. He's nothing like his father. What do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, Scorpius is like, give us back the time turner. I don't ever believe you were ill. Uh, or I don't believe you were ever ill. Why didn't you come to Hogwarts? Why are you here now? And Delphi's like, I'm trying to bring my cousin back. They called you the augury. In the other world, they called you the augury. And I'm just like, and then Delphi says, she smiles and then she says, the augury, I rather like that. And it's stupid. So she repels Scorpius um, and, over, and overpowers him. And then Albus is still like, huh? he's like, what's happening? Um, Delphi says Fulgari, which I immediately thought Fugazi, but <laughs> basically Scorpius's arms are bound. Um, Scorpius tells Albus to run, but then he, but then Albus doesn't run. So he gets, 
caught. Um, and then he says, and that's the first spell I've had to use on you. I thought I'd have plenty. I thought I'd have to use plenty more, but you're far easier to control than Amos. Children, particularly male children, are so naturally pliant, aren't they? And that's disgusting, especially right. considering all the flirting she's been doing with this literal child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Albus is like, but why? But what? But who are you? Albus, I am the new past. She pulls Albus's wand from him and snaps it. I am the new future. She pulls Scorpius's wand from him and snaps it. I am the answer this world has been looking for. Are you? Are you really? No, nobody's been looking for you at all. I can guarantee you, I nobody. I wasn't checking, checking for you. For you, not even a little bit. And when not you showed up, week. I was like, can you go back to, from whence you came? Not Monday, not Tuesday, not Thursday, not Mm-mm. even on Saturday. Definitely not on Sunday. Mm-mm. Didn't so. need it, didn't want it. Nope. Never asked for it. We're on scene 17 in Hermione's office. Basically, this, like, entire first time, I'm just saying it now. Basically, like, the first two-thirds of this scene could be cut. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. First two-thirds of this play could be cut. That, too. Um, or I guess Ron, the last two-thirds. The last two-thirds. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. Chat things. Right. So, um... Maggie wants you to know that we, we are the cursed children. Um, and that um, <clears throat> she thought of the augury like an unspeakable. So, you know. Yeah. Um, Amani puts in a screenshot from Get Out um, that I can't properly explain because I've never seen that movie. So, so, it's, uh, so it's, what's her name? <laughs> now I can't remember her. Was her name? Her name wasn't Rose. I don't know. Brian anyway. Williams' daughter. It's, it's, yeah, it's the white white girl, whatever, and she's holding the keys, so she's like, you know, I can't give you the keys. Um, so, Amani's like, give me the time turner, Delphi, and then it's her holding the keys. So, awkward. Um, yeah. Um, and then, <clears throat> Amani says, one, that's heteronormative AF when these two are clearly queer, mm-hmm. um, about the compliant male, men, compliant male children. Two, you're grown-ass women, and these are children. Um, this is them trying to have an I am Tom Marvel riddle moment and failing spectacularly. Literally, yeah, it is. It is that. It really is. But it also was like, the reason, so first, then it is Rose. Thank you. I couldn't, I was like, I think it's Rose, but I didn't want to say that because I know there's a Rose in this book, and I could have been getting it wrong. Um, but, it, and the reason that it fails is because we've only just heard about the augury in a minute this ago. act. So it hasn't been enough time for it to set in. We're not she's hearing not about any presence. looming threat. Always, she's not this presence. People are like, oh, we got to find the augury. Literally, it's just like, oh, it's this time turner. The kids got it. We're going on romps. We're fucking shit up. And now all of a sudden, there's this looming evil figure. And it just, not all of a sudden, because they keep, well, thing, the reason why it's all of a sudden is because they keep talking about Voldemort. Right. And then she pops up and she's clearly not Voldemort. So it's like, what is like, Clearly. Why? Also, I will say, I would love to take like a crawler, like put like upload this whole play, which I'm sure exists, on the internet, and then do a crawler and like search how many times they say Voldemort in this play because mm-hmm. they might say it as much or more than all seven uh, books. Books. So oh, then, boy. like the reveal of the augury is like who? Right. I'm is like, Voldemort this, know. Voldemort that, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. And you might be a Voldemort, 
not a riddle, but not a, a Voldemort. Not a Voldemort. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, so the yeah. augury. Yeah, it's like, I don't know who this is. Like, clearly she's evil, but like, who, why? Who cares? We don't care. Um, okay, so we're seven, scene 17. We're in the Ministry of Magic in Hermione's office. Ron is sitting on Hermione's desk eating porridge, which you can't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up. Um... And then Haran says, I can't get over it, really. The fact that in some realities, we aren't even, you know, married. And Hermione's like, whatever this is, I've got 10 minutes until the goblins show up to talk security at Gringotts. And he's like, we've been together for so long. And I mean, so long. Um, And she says, if this is your way of saying you want a marital break, Ron, then to be clear, I will skewer you with this quill. Um, And instead, he's like, shut up. Will you shut up for once? I want to do one of those marriage renewal things I've, I've read about. Marriage renewal. What do you think? Like, literally? Uh, right now? There is no point. Why are we talking about this? There is no point. They keep trying to make Ron and Hermione happen. And like, it's already happened. It's you don't already have to happened. do much else to like make us, we're, it's, whether we want to be or not, we're in. We're, like, we we're already, there. Like, it's fine. Like, there's no point to this. Um, and then he talks about how he was drunk when they got married the first time. And so he's like, I love you. And I'd like an opportunity to say it in front of a lot of people again, sober and like, who cares? It has nothing to do with anything. Every plot. like literally, so many people are drunk at their weddings. Like it's baked in to the whole thing. Like you're not gonna remember it. And this is so like it's also, also actually like, no. Usually you get drunk at the reception. At so the reception. that's just Ron being shitty. Being Ron, but also the thing is, is like this entire thing is like so. He probably copied and pasted it from one of his other scripts. Like it's, like, it's just so like done before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not saying anything new. It does have anything to do with anything that's happening in this play. Like, Ron, there have been so many different iterations of Ron and Hermione in this play. That, in like, this play alone. On purpose, but, like, still, um, that, like, it doesn't actually hit in any way that, like, I think they're trying to make it hit. Like, it just is, it's unnecessary. Um, Keep it. But anyway, she kisses him and is like, you're sweet. And then he says, and you taste of toffee. Um, Hermione laughs. And then Harry, Ginny, and Draco walk in as they move to kiss again. And they spring apart. And she basically Harry's like the dreams they started again well they haven't stopped and Albus is missing says Jenny again Scorpius too says Draco and so they basically are like we you know we've been trying to have get everything mm-hmm. together and then um Hermione's like I'll get the R summoned and Ron is like no it's fine I saw Albus last night he's all good um he's like I was having a couple of fire whiskeys with Neville and Hogsmeade so I guess you know teachers gotta turn up especially when you are alive again so and when you don't got, you, you know, he don't got to be at no play. Nobody's no seeing him. Mm-hmm. He don't got to interact with no children. He don't got to interact with the script. Mm-hmm. Might as well catch a drink at the Hogsmeade. Exactly. Um, so then he's like, we were coming back pretty late. Um, and I was trying to figure out which flu to use because uh, apparently drinking in flu is not whatever it doesn't matter who cares anyway he says he hasn't run away he was having a quiet moment he's got himself an older girlfriend which should be concerning even Wait, if she like you evil. can see from the dark that she's First an all, older girlfriend right and if you know that you should be like hey let me tell his parents that he's seeing an older woman especially with all the shenanigans and shit he gotten up to right and he's like and a cracking one at that gorgeous silver hair Saw them on the roof together near the Owlery with Scorpius playing the Gooseberry. What does that mean? I'm sorry. I feel like it's about to be a problem. I don't know, but I don't think what that is... this scene actually happened. No, I'm in the sure it does. That we, or I don't think these words actually happened in the screen in the 
one that we went to. Something like this, but not these exact words. Yeah, okay. Apparently playing the gooseberry is like third wheel. So Scorpius was the third wheel in it, basically. Um, and you could see I that? I don't get how, yeah, I don't get how he would be able to tell who's the third wheel. <laughs> and right. I, you know, it's... From the owlery? And you're just yeah. going towards the... Back to the, the castle um, from the... Right, from Hogsmeade? How can you see all this? Whatever. Anyway, he says he's nice. it's nice to see his love potion being used well. I just... And then Harry says, her hair, was it silver and blue? And Ron's like, yep, silver blue, yep. And then he's like, he's talking about Delphi Diggory, niece of Amos Diggory, which is Harry's little convenient little jump to conclusion situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenny's like, this is about Cedric again? Harry says nothing. Hermione looks around the room concerned and then tells Ethel to cancel the goblins. Um, and I just also want to say, mm-hmm. um, I noticed that There is a, like, a, and again, this is like Ron and who's Ron and whatever. But there's like this appall- appalling cavalierness to seeing Albus and Scorpius up on the Allery with an older woman. Like, a day after they got back from messing with time. And this is your, like, you're, this is, you're, and this is your nephew. nephew. Like, and you're just like, oh, cool. He got himself a girl. Right. A woman, not even a girl. Which is like also like even if it was just like he got himself a girlfriend or whatever and she's older and there's like and she's not the augury or whatever bullshit. Like you could be like, okay, well, is he being influenced, right? Like Harry was like ready to like, shut all everything down because he thought that Scorpius was like influencing Albus. Mm-hmm. And like that is like actually a thing where like yeah. you get or you're getting groomed by an older person or you're trying to like even if it is like a respectable like age difference or like acceptable age difference and you're like 14 like dating a 16 or 17 year old like those ages are huge Mm -hmm. at that time like the difference in like maturity level or whatever this woman is 22 right but i'm just saying like if it wasn't that and it was just fourth year albus is talking to a seventh year like that's disturbing and could like go a long way into explaining like his rash ass behavior (laughs) You know? So, yeah. yeah. I hate it. It's the worst. Um, Lucia says the dialogue doesn't fit uh, Ron and Hermione at all. It feels like trashy, garbage, heteronormative soap opera. Mm-hmm. Um, and Imani says this is when Hermione accidentally drops one of Dean's hand-drawn portraits of her and says she's good with the whole remarriage thing. <laughs> Why double down on a useful mistake? Um, Maggie says, no, hate it. <laughs> <laughs> same that's it um hate it so scene 18 they're at st oswald's home for old witches and wizards in amos's room harry walks in wand outstretched with draco where are they amos is like what can i do for you and draco now he's a harry potter and what can i do for you sir and draco malfoy i am blessed um harry's like i know you've used my son he's like no, you, sir, you used my beautiful son. Like, shut up. He was 14. They just both touched the thing at the same time. There's right. no chicanery. There's no damn, like, shenanigans afoot. It was just a bad place, like, <laughs> wrong place, wrong time kind of situation. Um, Draco's like, tell us now, where are Albus and Scorpius? 
um, or face the profoundest consequences. And he's like, why would I know? And Draco's like, we know you've been sending him owls. And Amos is like, I've done nothing. Um, and Amos is like, you're not too old for Azkaban, which I thought they I shut that down. Owls. Or maybe they didn't shut it down. They got rid of the Dementors. Um, and was like, they were last seen in, on Hogwarts Tower with your niece. And Amos is like, my niece? I don't have a niece. And Draco's like, yes, you do. A nurse, your niece, Delphine Diggory. And Amos is like, I don't have a niece because I've never had any brothers and sisters and nor did my wife. And Draco's like, we need to find who she is now. Which like, I mean, yeah, clearly y'all done fucked up. Y'all should have found out who she was. From jump. Jump. Anyway, scene 19. We're in the Quidditch pitch. We open on Delphi enjoying every second of her changed identity where there was discomfort and insecurity. Now there's just power. Ugh. Okay. Um, like, why did she have to be insecure? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> this is when lazy, you, you know, when you wrote that thing, when lazy writing recreates oppression, it's just yeah. like when bad writing negates oppression, misogyny. Cause you just yeah, you're like, it. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's all fuck. bad. It's just all bad. Um, <laughs> Well, it's funny because I wrote the lazy writing recreates repression about this. Yeah. It was specifically about this play, which is hilarious because <laughs> I forgot. We were just, we just been sharing it. I haven't read it since I, since it was published. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, Albus is like, why are we on the Quidditch pitch? And Scorpius is like the third task, the maze. This is where the maze was. We're going back for Cedric, which again, why do they have to go back? Right. And, like, how can they do anything with snapped wands? And why is Cedric still in the mix here? I guess because he was supposed to become a Death Eater. Uh, he has to augury for kill him, Neville. Becomes, so he that has to kill Neville so that... Voldemort will win? Why? Make it, make it make sense, beloved. Make it make sense. This girl said it's time to spare the spare once and for all. We will go back for Cedric, and in doing so, we will resurrect the world you saw, Scorpius. I want a return. I want a return to pure and strong magic. I want to rebirth the dark. And who gives a fuck? Um, Scorpius is like, you want Voldemort to return? Like, this is, I wrote in all caps, this is so contrived. It's so, so contrived. It's just like, I, I, this could have been so much better. Um, At this point, we were all in the theater, like you, me, Marissa, just like looking at our watches on our phone. <laughs> <laughs> Not on our phone. But you know what I mean? Because like... we couldn't be. But I was definitely sitting there like, why? Yeah. Waiting and for this to be like, over. The one true ruler of the wizarding world. He will return. Um, Whatever. The third task is clean, so we're starting there. And he says, I want you to humiliate him. He needs to fly out of that maze naked on a broomstick made of purple feather dusters. Because apparently humiliation is the ticket and the prophecy will be fulfilled. And your humiliation has to be gendered and like emasculating. Yep. And he has to be naked, which is awkward. And also like. (sighs) She's a predator. Drake. (laughs) Aubrey. Yeah. The Aubrey. The Aubrey. The Aubrey. Aubrey. (laughs) No. I can't. Um, and she's talking about some kind of prophecy, which none of us, this is the first that any of us are hearing about a damn prophecy. Like, I just needed this to be so, like, if this is what we were doing, just needed to be 
so much more like like so much better construct constructed, and like it still wouldn't have been good. But at least it wouldn't it have been good. But at least like it would have been so tight. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that we could be like this is dumb. But at least like they got the pacing right. They got the situation. It's all in one play instead of two. Like half the stuff doesn't need to be in here. If y'all had some editors, you could squeeze that. Yeah, but if it was in two, if it was in one play, they wouldn't get two ticket sales. That's true. That's true. They um, learn from Deathly Hallows Part One and Two. Mm. Why get the the audience to buy once when we get them to buy twice? So anyway, they're like, "We're not going to obey you. You'll have to use Imperio." And Delphi's like, "No, to to fulfill the prophecy, this has to be you, not a puppet of you. You have to be the one to humiliate Cedric." And why? And if that was the case, why did you snap their wands? Just take right? them from them. And keep them. But you broke the wand. So how are they going to do any of this? Um, yeah. And she's like, Imperio won't do. I'll have to force you by other means. So she points it at Albus. And he's like, do your worst. And then, of course, predictably, she points it to Scorpius instead. And because Albus has never seen any movies, he's is surprised. Um, and so he, she um, crucios Scorpius. And Albus is like, I'll do it. Because immediately again. Because written out again, gay, um, that's his boyfriend. And like, you're not going to be out here hurting his boyfriend, hurting his boyfriend. She's like, what on earth do you think you can do? A, a wizard wide disappointment, a sore on your family name, a spare. I'm going to need this entire play and all the characters in it to stop appropriating spare culture. <laughs> because Alice is not what a fucking culture? spare. Spare culture. What is this? This is something you made up, right? Well, okay, so all this, so Spare, right? He's the Spare. The whole thing is Cedric is the Spare. He was killed because he was in the way, whatever the fuck. And why they keep talking about Albus being the Spare, was he killed by Voldemort for being in the way? Was he killed by anybody for just being there? What is he the Spare of? Who spared him? I mean, who is he he's the extra way? And I just feel like not it's James, disrespectful to Cedric, who I no longer care about. But, like, is this just for Cedric and his memory to be called Albus Potter the damn spare? That's all I'm saying. Cedric got killed for being the spare. Okay? Whose memory I don't give a fuck about anymore. I'm just just saying, Cedric got killed for being the spare. Did Albus get killed? I don't think so. So he over here taking on oppression. Everybody want to be the spare until nobody want to be the spare, is all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm saying. That's all, all right, I'm, I'm going to go to the chat before we move on. Um, so we were talking about um, like this, the putting Cedric on like what is it? The feather dusters, whatever. And Amani said, that's so oddly specific, especially with how disgustingly this play has sexualized Cedric. Are we sure this part didn't start? This didn't start out as crack said thick. And got picked up and misconstrued. Lucia said, I still can't get over this. Cedric Diggory, the literal poster child for Hufflepuff, becomes a Death Eater because he felt humiliated. This is the same child who insisted on a rematch when Harry fell off his broom. Um, Amani said, there's only one spare, and apparently he's a Nazi. And Amani said... Hufflepuff is the most inclusive among the four houses, valuing hard work, dedication, patience, loyalty, and fair play, which obviously screams Death Eater. Um, so, you know, 
that's where the chat is on. What's that on that? That's that on that. <laughs> and then on top of this, if we're talking about, if we want to talk about spares. So, <laughs> Craig, that one prefect dude from Slytherin, runs and, in oh, full of energy. Literal spare. And he's like, Scorpius, Albus, everyone's looking for you. Um, and Albus is like, Craig, get away. And he's like, what's happening? And then Avada Kedavra and Craig is dead. I he do died. remember this part because I remember because being like, Delphi oh shit. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember kind of like dozing, like not dozing off, but you know, yeah, as I'm doing right like, now, like interest is, you know, I'm off in space now. Yeah. Like, oh, look at how cool this theater is. Do you think right. that would work? And then all right. of a sudden, Avada Kedavra, and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Y'all really out here. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we want to talk about spares. We can talk about Craig. Craig the Spare. We can talk about Cedric. This we can talk about Albus. Y'all talking about Albus? Right. And then he says, did you not understand? These are not childish games we are playing here. You are useful to me. Your friends are not. Literally, why though? Because anyone could do this. Like you could get somebody who is way, get a seven years, get somebody who actually could probably like transfigure him a broom with purple feather dusters. They are 14. <laughs> what can they do? Scorpius needed whole ass adults to come with him back in time to do Protego. Like, they are not the ones. They are not who you want. <laughs> and on top of that, like, why is Scorpius here? Like, why does she need Scorpius? She needs someone to hurt in order to control Albus. I guess. Seems very obvious to me. It's the only way forward. Mm-hmm. So then he says, it took me a long time to discover your weakness, Albus Potter. I thought it was pride. I thought it was the need to impress your father. But then I realized your weakness was the same as your father's. Friendship. You will do exactly as you're told. Otherwise, Scorpius will die, just like that spare did. Okay. Um, she looks at them both and says, Voldemort will return and the Argury will sit at his side, just as it was prophesied. This is the dumbest fucking prophecy I've ever heard. And I don't know, whoever made it, I better not be Trelawney because I want to smack the shit out of them. It's her. She made it, didn't she? It better not be Trelawney. No, I don't think they ever said. Okay. At least at least not at this point. But like, whoever it is, is a fraud. More so than like Sybil. Like a fraud fraud. It needs to be in jail. Because this damn prophecy says, when spares are spared, when time is turned, when unseen children murder their fathers, then the Dark Lord then will the dark lord return and it is zero no bars. bars no bars <laughs> like where was joe didn't she read this shit she could have been like oh i could finesse this a little bit more and make it at least sound good no right. she no just bars. was like oh whatever it's probably fine they bought the ticket they're gonna sit here um <laughs> lucia said all right albus wishes he could be a spare just can't get away from that unconditional love and support um, Craig, a spare in the middle of talking about spares, Maggie says. Uh, <laughs> I honestly think that the Augury's, like, whole thing is the most, it's, like, the lamest. If you're gonna be, like, a dark w- wizard or a witch, she says, which should say, Voldemort will return and the Augury will sit at his side. Not rule. No, just it. Just, <laughs> just sit. I'm, I'm doing all this for the vice presidency. <laughs> she ain't in charge. No, she don't want to do nothing. So I don't want to do. I don't want to do all the heavy lifting. 
I don't want to be the quarterback. I want to be the backup quarterback. You know? Chile. On a guaranteed contract. But I don't want to do the work. I ain't never heard of anyone doing all of this, messing with time, to sit at his side. She got that from her mama. Like, woo! A word. A word that I never wanted to hear, but a word nonetheless. Anyway, apparently Cedric is a spare. Albus is the unseen child who will kill his father by rewriting time and so return the Dark Lord. And I'm like, you could just... There's so many other things. Like, anyway. The time... So, she's like, alright. Time Time stops and then speeds up again. She, yeah, the whole, the whole, that bullshit that they just copy-paste, copy-paste, time turning, we back in 1995, um, scene 20, the maze in the a tournament, um, the maze is a spiral of hedges that don't stop moving, Delphi walks determinedly through it, behind her, she drags Albus and Scorpius, their arms bound, their legs reluctantly moving, um, and here's Ludo talking about shit, the a tournament, for a second I was like, wasn't he gone by now, but he wasn't, so whatever, anyway, um, the, if you're from such and such, give me a cheer. No one cares. Um, I don't know, but the French French get some unexpected energy. Some That's zhuzh. important to add to this. At this point in time, cool. when we're now on like our five and a half, mm. being in these goddamn two small seats, at least we know that now the French found a way to get some energy, even though Fleur is still in third place. Great. Fourth place. Fourth place. Right. Um... I give you the final Triwizard tasks, a maze of mysteries, a disease of uncontrollable darkness for this maze. It lives. It lives. I just wish they had, like, stuck with no... <laughs> I just... Of, of the, like, changes they had to make to the to Goblet of Fire, like, it's this is the worst. Like, Ludo can go. There's no point in this commentary. It's so bad. Um, I don't know. Give it to Lee, at least. Somebody, like, come service. on. Um, so... Delphi's like, you'll keep up or face the consequences, but like literally she could do all of this. Like she does not need them. And I just feel like, like, I just don't understand why she has them. She could have just, she got the time turner, go back by yourself, do what you need to happen. Um, so Scorpius is like, we need to do something. And they're trying to figure out what it is. Scorpius is like, I'm ready to die. If it'll stop Voldemort returning. Um, I'm like, they are 12. <laughs> what do you mean? But, I mean... What do you mean you're ready to die? Big Gryffindor energy. Uh, Albus is like, the flaw in the time turner, the five minute rule. We do all we can to run down the clock. And Scorpius is like, it won't work. Um, Ludo is talking about the, the standings. Uh, oh, I guess Flora is in third place because Cedric and Harry were tied um, for first. Uh, so... So before that, so Delphi pulls Albus and Scorpius after they continue through this maze of despair. Then Ludo talks about who's in what place. Um, and then suddenly Albus and Scorpius emerge behind a ma- from behind a maze and they're running. So somehow now they're, they've gotten away. Um, and Albus is like, where did she go? And Scorpius is like, what does it matter? Which way do you think? Delphi rises up after them. She's flying and without a broom. But what they didn't say... She's flapping. <laughs> She's literally flapping. She's flapping like a freaking bird. With some fucking wings that we, no one knows where the wings came from, but she is on a harness. And she flying. just found out about the augury literally five seconds ago. I was like, oh, I like that name. But yet well, she no, got she a wardrobe. Because she has the tattoo. She just didn't know. No, I know, but she didn't know that that was going to be like her title, her, yeah. her Voldemort. Yeah. Like, 
He just told her that, and yet somehow she magicked herself some wings and is now flapping around like a bird. And the flapping yeah. took me out. It's, yeah. I'm trying to remember what was the part where you, like, laughed out loud. When she started flapping. Was that what it was? Yes. She rises up and she's like, <laughs> whoosh. Like, or, I don't know if, it might be, it might be later on when she's with Harry, but it, it might be this where she's, you poor creatures, flap, 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 <laughs> thinking you can escape me, flap, flap, flap. And they're like, you're flying without a brim, brooms, such unwieldy, unnecessary objects, flap, flap, like flapping is an unwielding. An unnecessary? <laughs> she was, listen, she didn't go to Hogwarts. She didn't learn how to become an animagus. She not as smart as, Voldemort as the Marauders. Voldemort ain't never flew like this, she dog. She, but she ain't as smart as the Marauders. So she really got like a half transformation because clearly she thinks she needs these two fourth years to help her out when, so she don't know what she doing. She, well, she started flapping and it, uh, that took me out. That was all <laughs> So Delphi is like, you think you can fight me? And Sorpius is like, no, but we can defy you if we lay down our lives doing so. The prophecy must be fulfilled. We will fulfill it. Prophecies can be broken. Can be broken, says Scorpius. You are a mistaken child. Prophecies are the future. Child, bitch, you were 22. Like, you are youth. <laughs> Shut up. You were older than them. You old, but you're not that old. Um, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> um... Scorpio says, your act- if the prophecy is inevitable, why are we here trying to influence it? Your actions contradict your thoughts. You're dragging us through this maze because you believe the prophecy needs to be enabled. But by that logic, prophecies can be broken, prevented. Look at this little Ravenclaw. Um, mm-hmm. You talk too much, child. Crucio. Um, and Scorpius is like, or Albus is like, Scorpius. Scorpius says, you wanted to test Albus. This is it. And we're going to pass it. Um, Albus is- to Scorpius, finally aware of what he has to do. And Delphi says, then you will die. Yes, we will, says Albus. And we will do so gladly knowing it stopped you. So Delphi rises up full of fury. And we flapping. don't have time for this. And flapping, yes. Mm-hmm. Fury and, and flapping. Starts, she starts Paddle to say her Crucius. memoir. Yep. She starts to say Crucio, but then a mysterious voice says, Expelliarmus. Delphi's wand is pulled away from her. Scorpius looks up. Brachia bindo, which I guess is a thing. Delphi's, er, Delphi's bound. Scorpius and Albus turn and they see a young, good-looking lad of 17 or so. Cedric. And I completely forgot about this, but also, is like the actor for Cedric the same as, like, James or some shit? It might they be. They couldn't even get him his own actor. That's crazy. For his I don't cameo. Remember. As important as he is. I forgot he even made an appearance, so. Same. So did I. I actually wrote that. I was like, I completely forgot about this. All this. And Cedric's like, come no further. Uh, and Scorpius says, but you're Cedric Diggory. Which, like, I guess he has to say it because not everybody in the audience will know. But, like, anyway. I heard screaming. I had to come. Name yourselves beasts and I can fight you. Are we in fucking, like, King Arthur? Shakespeare. <laughs> this is um, what this is. This is what Jack Thorne think he doing. Yeah. So then he's Bard. like. You, so Scorpius is like, you saved us. Are you also a task, an obstacle? Speak. Do I have to defeat you too? This man is 17. Anyway, no, 
you just have to free us. That's the task. And Cedric thinks, and then he's like, he waves his wand, emancipare, emancipare, and they're freeze. They're freed. And now I can go on, finish the maze. The boys look at Cedric, heartbroken. I'm afraid I have. you have to finish the maze, says Albus. Then I shall. Says Cedric. And he walks confidently Who away. Talks Albus like this? looks after him, desperate to say something, unsure what to say. Cedric, Cedric turns toward him. Your dad loves you very much. Who gives a fuck? Is what I would like to know. <laughs> fuck you, fuck your daddy. Because this is like the point where like, and they do it, it's worse in act four, but they do, it's like this thing where they're trying to pull emotion out of you yep. in a way that like, they're, I mean, they're, there's a part of like crafting. They can't like write, so they can't pull. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a thing with like writing and with like these things that like obviously the point is to pull emotion out of you. Um, but this is like you can see it happening. Mm-hmm. Like you can see as this is happening, you can see Jack Thorne in the back doing the Birdman <laughs> hammer. I'm like, oh, this is gonna get him. Like, oh, we about to be out here, and like, so it takes you out of it because it's just oh like, oh my I god, don't. do you think I I figured I figured it out. I figured it out. Jack Thorne has a thing for Robert Pattinson. Like a thing. <laughs> like Robert Pattinson is his boo thing. Mm. You know? And so he's like, I was devastated when Cedric died. I mean, it gave me Edward Cullen, and I'm very excited about that, but I was devastated, and so was everyone else. Because obviously, all he has is the movies to go on. Because he ain't read not Nan one of these goddamn books. I figured it out. That's why he cares so much. About Cedric. Instead of saying, if you don't read Cedric and you read Edward or Robert Pattinson, (laughs) this whole thing makes sense now. This whole thing. I feel better. Because um, yes. I was like, am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> Who gives a fuck about Cedric? Who cares? Um, so behind them, Delphi's body creeps into movement. She crawls along the ground. Ugh. Um, that bitch. And Cedric is like, okay, thanks. He looks at Albus a moment more, then walks on. Delphi pulls out the time turner from within her robes. Um, and Scorpius is like, Albus. And uh, Albus is like, no, wait. The time turner, the time turner is spinning," said Scorpius. "Look at what she's doing. She can't leave us behind." Um, they both scramble and grab part of the time turner. The whatever the fuck you know. The time time turner does the time turning. Um, what have we done? We had to go with the time turner. We had to stop. Try to stop her. Stop me. How do you think you've stopped me? I am done with this. You may have destroyed my chances of using Cedric to darken the world, but maybe you're right, Scorpius. Maybe prophecies can be prevented. Maybe prophecies can be broken. What is undoubtedly true is I'm done with trying to use you annoying, incompetent creatures for anything. No more wasting precious seconds on either of you. Time to try something new. She crushes the time turner. It explodes into a thousand pieces. She ascends and she doesn't really ascend. She flaps back into there. She takes um, flight. She takes flight, laughing into in delight as she sets off hard it's so away. Stupid. The boys try to chase her and they've not the slightest chance. She flies, they run. No, no, you can't. Scorpius turns back and tries to pick up the time turner. Um, but it's in pieces. And Scorpius is like, We're stuck here in time, wherever in time we are. Whatever it is she's planning to do. Um, Albus She's also says, a weeping angel. Yeah. Hogwarts is like, 
uh, or Alba says Hogwarts looks the same. Um, and Scorpius is like, yes, and we can't be seen here. Let's get out of here before we're spotted. Um, and they're basically like, we got to stop her, but I don't know how. And they don't know where the fuck they are. They don't know. They don't know when they are, you mean. They don't know when they are. Yeah. All right. Scene 21, act three. This is when it gets good, y'all. This is. This is when all of your questions are answered. This is when you're like, oh, I get it. It's a masterpiece. So. Uh Oh, we're back. Great work of British literature coming at you. Gross. Are you excited? No. You should be. Nah. Um, so we're at St. Oswald's home, uh, in Delphi's room. Harry, Hermione, Ron, Draco, and Ginny all look around a simple oak paneled room. It must have been a confundus charm she used on him. Used on them all. She faked being a nurse. She faked being his niece. Um, and Hermione's like, there's no record of her. She's a shadow. Draco, t- spot, uh, Draco tries specialis revelio, but nothing happens. Um... So basically they just start looking through the room. So they're looking through panels in the bed. Um, Ron is shouting as he hammers on the walls. What are you hiding? Or what you hiding? What you got? Which, anyway. Hermione's like, maybe we should all stop for a moment and have a think about what. But Jenny unscrews a lamp chimney from an oil lamp. There's a breathing out noise and then hissing words. They all turn towards it. And Harry's like, that's, I'm not supposed to be understanding. That's parcel tongue. Um, how do I, I haven't been able to understand Parseltongue since Voldemort died, which also like, how did he, um, recognize it as Parseltongue? He could never recognize that it was Parseltongue, but also like he, um, did he like test it out to see, like, how did he find out whether or not he could understand Parseltongue anymore? Cause that's like something that Joe said outside of the uh, books. I would assume. The, like well, the omniscient narrator where... in the books told us that. So obviously he knows that in the same way. No, the initial narrator doesn't say that in the books. It is doesn't that a say that, Pottermore thing? No, it's a it's a Joe thing. I don't know if it's it might be on Pottermore, but she said it like afterwards that like the reason like the scar hasn't the reason the scar hasn't bothered him is because the connection like there isn't like the, the Horcrux is gone. Right. Which is why when Voldemort come if Voldemort is coming back or whatever the fuck, Harry shouldn't hear anything because he no longer has the Horcrux in him. Like that was the whole thing. Right. Just why this whole thing is bull. I mean, it's not why this whole thing is bull. It's one of the very many long lists on the long list of reasons of why this play is bullshit. It's one of the reasons. Um, I mean, that part I kind of understood in or the way I made sense of him being able to like sense Voldemort and stuff is because it's in time, and they're messing with time. So like maybe. Harry in the time that Voldemort is, they're messing that the things are changing. Is also changing present day, Harry. I don't know. Don't make me think too hard about it. It's River Song okay. shit all over. Um. And Hermione and Harry. Hermione's like, and nor has your scar hurt. Hor- mm, nor has your scar hurt. And Harry says, it says, welcome, Augury. Which she had just come up with. She had just said, oh, I like right? that. I like that. Augury. That's what I'm saying. He just told her that that was like her title and she was like, "Ooh, I like that. And then all of a sudden she got costuming. Her room is like, welcome Augur. It's, it's all dumb. And Harry says, I think I need to tell it to open. So he shuts his eyes, speaks in Prof's tongue. The room transforms around them, becoming darker and more desperate. A writhing mass of painted snakes emerges on the walls and on them written in fluorescent paint, a prophecy. And then Ron reads it and I won't read it again because it's 
not good and somebody else they should have hired a ghostwriter to write those because they no have bars. no bars zero bars Doctor um, has zero bars. so basically jenny's like a prophecy a new prophecy and hermione says cedric cedric was called a spare who cares who gives a fuck how do they all know that i mean well hermione would know that because Harry would tell him oh my goodness are we having nagini we have a Nagini. Yay, this is the best part of this. And it is thing. the best one. This Yay. is what we were waiting for. It all It's all worth it now. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, are you going to read the prophecy or not? Because I'm about to read a different prophecy. You got it. You do it. You read. I'm not reading the other prophecy. Let's read this <clears> one instead. <throat> so our resident artist, our artist in residence, Magus, Shows the writing on the wall is a bunch of pictures of a glowing Nagini. And it says, when spares are spared, when time is turned, when unseen children murder their fathers, then a fashion icon return. You know, that's what I'm trying to hear. You know? I'm ready. I'm ready for all the looks. Right? Let's do it. Let's start with Delphi. said, it is now, you know, spring 2020. (laughs) The looks are out. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, basically, they kind of break it all down, whatever. Um, who is she, says Draco, to be so obsessed with all this? I think I've got an answer to that. They all turn to her. She points up. Their collective faces sink further and fill with fear. Words are revealed on the walls of the auditorium. Dangerous, horrible, dangerous words, horrible words. I will rebirth the dark. I will bring my father back. And Ron says, no, she can't. Hermione, how is this even possible? Draco, Voldemort had a daughter? Of everyone, he would actually know that information. Right. Like, I'm so, like, that's his, never mind. We haven't gotten to who the mom is, but we all know. That's his auntie. He would know. (laughs) She was staying at his house. She was, whatever, if they were doing this thing, if we're going to just say that this is a world where that was going down, it was in his house. (laughs) It was in fucking Malibu Manor. There's no way that he or his parents, that somebody did not know what was going on in their house. In his parents' bed. Like, let's not act like Voldemort <laughs> didn't take over the master bedroom. We have discussed this. How Listen, do you not know? That's his whole cousin. He was there. Oh, it's in here. Like, I just, I don't, <laughs> I'm so mad. It was, it was there. And Harry's like, no, 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 not that. Anything but that. And we cut to black. And I just... I hate everyone. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just so mad that Draco is out here playing dumb when it was in his house. Like, secrets out, Draco. (laughs) Tell us what's up. You better come clean, You better come clean now. All right, let me go back in the chat. My computer is hurting. Um, So Maggie says both Harry and Janie should have been able to keep reading Parseltongue in her opinion. Um, And Harry not being able to understand Parseltongue was probably in an interview, she says. Mm -hmm. Amani says Harry has been running up on random snakes and trying to start a conversation. (laughs) Um, and then Maggie says they don't get their own source of material, but Harry was killed. What 
on the in the other timelines too, so the Horcrux would have still been gone in those timelines. Um, and then um, Maggie says what I've been saying. This absolutely did not happen. This is a delusional fangirl, and I cannot tolerate them believing this to be true. Monty said Draco heard her being conceived, and I am disgusted. But it's true. I'm disgusted disgusted too, but it's not wrong. But can we now go back into, you might want to, you know, rewind former episodes of Wizard Team. My bruh had to remake his body at this point from flesh, blood, and bone. Bone. Mm -hmm. Wormtail's flesh, Harry's blood, his daddy's bone. So if anything, Harry got a daughter? Wormtail got Harry and Wormtail got a daughter. Cause like Harry Wormtail and Voldemort got a daughter. Cause like he, man got three sets of DNA. He couldn't remake his nose, which is cartilage. Couldn't remake his ears. So I'm just really confused. And I need someone to explain it to me. I need you to explain the magical sperm. Go, Fiona. Go. Mm-mm. Explain. I can't. Someone explain it to me. I don't know. I think it's stupid. I don't think it's true. <laughs> According to this obvious piece of canon in front of us, she is Voldemort's daughter. The way that I was told in ninth grade biology, health whatever whenever i found it i don't know who told me about the bird i think i actually just found out through like cultural osmosis i don't think anyone actually sat down and like explained it to me but from what i understand when two nazis really love each other no no they come together but they also need to have the proper bodily fluids the proper non-magic how does it work It doesn't. It's just a way to get our money. How does it work, though? They just, they just made, like, they just took all the tropes. And they made them so bad. And they didn't even take the ones that people actually like. Like, they didn't have Scorpius and Albus only have to share one bed. They didn't have, (laughs) like, fucking, you know, Draco and Harry enemies to lovers. Like, they really just could have done... Things that would have been fan service, and I mean, they're doing like all the Scorpius slow burn. They really, they really, they no, they're not because that don't end nowhere. The the fire goes out, and I just feel like we could have had so much more. And I would rather not think about Bellatrix and Voldemort in the Malfoy's master bedroom. (laughs) But apparently. It's awful, but that's where they were. Like, I just don't understand how Malfoy is like, no, how did they have a kid? It's like, bitch, like, where else would they have been at? It was at Joe House the whole time. It's in here! Really, Belgius was there. Like, I don't know when Voldemort would have had the time because he was abroad. But, like, you know what? We're no longer going to talk about this. Who is your MVP? Oh, um, Luna Lovegood. Great. It's Gerald Mbai. Got it. She's entertained me this entire time that we've been time. I'm going to say uh, Scorpius just because that's my default. And he he did um, things. 
I mean, he's the one that figured out pretty quickly that homegirl wasn't right. It's true, and he did. And he was like, like the yeah. augury skirt. He did tell uh, Albus, like, now's the time, bro. You better get it together. Or we're going to die. Or, you know, we, better, we might as well die. But, yeah. That's all I got. Um, so... Um... I love... Can I just say that I love that for this chat, people bitch first and MVP second. I'm, like, scrolling up and I'm, like, oh. the, the, the bitched. No, man, MVP <laughs> then bitch. Um, Lucia MVP Scorpius, the only one out here actually trying. Maggie MVPs Hermione for eating toffee in spite of a Weas of the Weasley's inexplicable campaign against sugar. Amani MVPs Nagini because it would have been a much better story if her child of her child returning, especially if Joe wants her to be a real person. How would that work though? Whatever. It it makes as much sense as it anything <laughs> else is happening here. Um, who did you bench? I bench J.K. Rowling, John Tiffany, and Jack Thorne, but especially J.K. Rowling, because the fuck does your canon mean? Like, all yeah. that work. You did so much work. To just like, be like... I mean, I guess when the when the checks are hidden. When the checks are... But girl has... direct deposit like, coming through. And here, like, here we go, because, you know, it's been, you know, the holidays. I've been having political fights with my family for a better part of a week. Mm. Um, they seem to think that my stance of burning all billionaires is a bit extreme. Oh. But... Like, how much money is too much money? Because, mm -hmm. bitch, before this, you had a billion dollars. You could have sat there and had another billion. You could have just been like, you know what? I'm just going to matriculate. I'm going to stop giving a bunch of money to charity because, obviously, I need this billion dollars. I'm going to let them I'm gonna let them open up, expand the Wizarding World theme park some more. You know? Mm -hmm. How about we re-release the films that were already made? How about some more merch? We need to be adding this, like, this is the story, 19 years later. We didn't need none of this. Ain't nobody want this. And if y'all was really gonna do it, the thing that nobody asked for, you should have just made it, like, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Sensational. You come back and this is what you come back with? Like, y'all don't really care. This? Yeah. Need your bench. I bench everybody. <laughs> I bench you. I bench me. I bench the chat. I bench the book. I bench the the publishers. I bench J.K. Rowling. Did you bench them. you? I bench. Yeah, I said me too. Okay. I bench Luna. I bench Aminata. How I bench damn. I bench my mama. I don't oh, care. Look at her. Everybody bench. She cute and all, but look she at benched. her. She benched. Everybody How dare? Benched. I don't care. She don't have no. <laughs> Never mind. Wow. Yep. Don't say she it. been everybody fixed. Everybody's been. She's been spayed. She well, apparently, no in the wizarding world, <laughs> that'll matter. Her daughter could come back and just start messing stuff up, so she benched. So, everybody, everybody. Um, Lucia benches uh, J.K. for losing such control of her own world and influence that she allowed this travesty to happen and going from J.K. to a full-on joke. <laughs> Tiana benched J.K. That's it. That's all she got. She nope. She said, I don't need to explain it. She said, I said what I said. Mm -hmm. Benched. JK. Move along. 
Um, Amadi benches Amos Diggory for raising a Nazi who apparently killed Neville and being fooled by a bird. <laughs> That hit, that hit. <laughs> Being fooled by bird. Um, Maggie benches Joanne for letting this work exist that completely ignores her own world building in order to give us this trash and for making us think about Tom Grease's lack of extremities. It oh, rhymed wow. too, fam. It did. Wordsmith. It did rhyme. Ooh. Tom Grease. Tom Grease's extremities. <sighs> or lack thereof. We did it, though. We did do it. Thank you for listening. Um, Next week, we'll be discussing Act 4. Scenes 1 through 6 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, Let us know who you think is real MVP and who was benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter. um, Using the hashtag wizard team. And we are almost there. There's three more episodes and then we are done with it. I never have to pick this book up again. I'm so excited. I'm going to make you read it again next year. Mm -mm. I shan't. Not unless I get to do, like, dra- dramatized re- readings and, like, my hinny voice. Even then, not. Nah, because I'll, I'll break. I'll be like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then she came through the door, and I'm like, nah, fuck it. It's trash. You know what I was thinking of, When though? spares are spared. No. Um, like, when Aliza was on it, she was like, a lot of this has changed. I feel like, will they... Because this is a rehearsal script. Do you think that they will republish? <laughs> I don't care if they do. I'm not. I'm not buying it. Then we have to do it. No, we don't. We it's ourselves. the same. It's the same plot. It's the same play. All they do is change some words. It's the same play. They added like one scene when they should have cut like 15, 14, 30,000 of them. But <laughs> instead, they just keep adding shit. And I don't care. I don't want it. All right, guys. I guess we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs>